1: So put on your tiara,
0: or your evil crown,
1: and join us on our adventure.
0: This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to another uh, Tara and Ryan Princess Diaries mini-tale, where we do our best to uh, talk about a movie in under 45 minutes, and today we are doing 2014's Maleficent.
0: And we, like 101 Dalmatians, this may go... Right to the 45 minute mark. Yeah,
1: we've got, we've got thoughts. Um, Why don't you go ahead and start by reading the synopsis?
0: So it came out in 2014. I think you may have said that. Uh, And the synopsis here from IMDB is, A vengeful fairy is driven to curse an infant princess, only to discover that the child may be the one person who can restore peace to their troubled land. And that's it. Um, It's very vague, but...
1: Well, the first thing we want to say is, This is the first one that it feels like there's, I don't want to say twists, but like spoilers with Dumbo. Dumbo did a lot of stuff outside of Dumbo, but it was just so bonkers, cuckoo bananas.
0: We didn't feel like we were spoiling anything for you. However, with this, the story is flipped in a couple places and the... The iconic ending that most people know is Is different. different. So we wanted to give a disclaimer. If you are interested in watching this movie and you haven't seen it yet and you don't want spoilers, you want to skip this episode. But
1: let's, before we get to that, just real quick.
0: Pretty good? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I have some things I really loved about it. I have some things I really didn't like about it. Uh, And we're going to go into details on that shortly here. I will say... If you're a fan of Maleficent, I think there are moments where Annalena Anna Jolie really captures her. Mm-hmm. Um, and her performance, I think it goes kind of back and forth a little
1: bit. I thought she was pretty... Anytime she felt not great it felt to me like it was the story yeah the or the story, direction or yeah. something else but she was pretty solid all the way through yeah and so one of the things i discussed with you while we we're watching this she's apparently a big fan of this character she was executive producer on this movie and she had a lot of things she wanted to do to make sure that she did a good job with this character um We felt a very similar... We talked a little bit about this with 101 Dalmatians, where Glenn Close, they came in and gave her new lines, and she was like, this isn't Cruella lines. Cruella didn't say this. And they were like, well, we're doing something different. There was a very similar story here where they... When
0: she puts the curse on the princess. Yes,
1: where they apparently had different lines written, and she's like, no, I'd like for these to all be...
0: And some of the lines were new, but Mm -hmm. then it weaved in, like, when she puts the curse. The curse is very, like, word for word, for the most part.
1: There were scenes in this movie where she did stuff, and I was like, yes! Like, you get really into her performance. You do,
0: yeah. And I will say, um, I think she captured it well. But, yeah, the story is very different. Um, And there, like I said, there's a lot to it. So, just... You know, that's kind of our overview, but this is where I would stop listening if you don't want spoilers and you do want to see this movie.
1: Okay, now that those people are gone, guys, this movie stunk. No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, no, I...
1: There were some interesting choices and there were some bad choices. Yeah, and what I will say,
0: too, is I was super pumped for this movie because, as you all know, I'm a huge Maleficent fan However, it came out, and a lot of close friends of mine whose opinions I value, as well as just reading things about it, all pretty much told me like it's not really worth it to go see it. So you that's said it was why, a 54
1: on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah,
0: and so that's why I never saw it personally, even though I was a big Maleficent fan. I was super pumped for it, and then I kind of was deflated it. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I won't spend money to see it in the theater. And then I just never got around to seeing it. So that's kind of the background for me. And at that point, Ryan and I were together. So it was probably the same thing. I mean, I don't know that you ever had an interest in seeing it to begin with.
1: My Disney love has like blossomed in this last year. I think a lot of it has to do with us being in quarantine. And I think in general, I'm looking backwards to things that are mm-hmm. a little more familiar. Yeah. Or I, I know a little bit about like, there's also not a whole lot of new stuff coming out. But it, 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 doing this podcast has made me appreciate a lot of this stuff i know you love maleficent and i was like oh maybe we should go see it but i also wasn't like dying to see it yeah i'm glad we saw it after this it was a particularly dark and gloomy day so i suggested let's let's yeah. do this
0: uh so basically again we're not going to go beat for beat but there are certain things that like chronologically i wrote down mm-hmm. in my notes um so some of the very like different like comparisons from the disney version the an- animated version to this and again, this is Maleficent story. Yes. Not Sleeping Beauty story. However, it is still very focused around Aurora. Sleeping, because
1: Sleeping Beauty, like possibly like if I could like do the top three characters in this, it was Maleficent, uh her her crow sidekick Diaville. Or Devil. Devil I think. Or, yeah. Uh, and then uh Sleeping Aurora. Aurora yeah. was it takes her a while to appear and do something in this movie, and when she does, she's very, very pleasing to we were she's pleasant she's fine she's more than fine i like she's
0: fine yeah i mean i I liked her uh but one of the first big differences is it feels like we're in scotland or ireland or somewhere Mm -hmm. like that versus france uh and it is two very separate kingdoms there is a human kingdom and there is a magical
1: like moors kingdom filled with like little goblin-y thing, like weird creatures. And what I will
0: say is I liked the world building there and it was interesting to see a lot of the creatures and you see them in a couple different ways. So we meet Maleficent as a child and there's this narrator and through the whole story, this is one of the first big spoilers, is the narrator... The way it's narrated, it almost feels like it's a version of Maleficent being the I narrator. thought it was
1: Angelina Jolie. And
0: the then it is revealed at the very end that it is Aurora, mm-hmm. who is the narrator of the whole story. As
1: an adult. As an adult. An older woman, it sounds yes. like. Yes,
0: yeah. So, um... Can, can
1: I say one thing about the little creatures mm-hmm. that were in the Moor? So it's like the, the kingdom and the Moor.
0: Yeah, and the Moor, it's it's fairies and goblins and other creatures that maybe <laughs> don't have a definitive name that we know, but that they've created yes. in this world.
1: Yes. Um, I was hoping beyond hopes that these little weird creatures she was when she became evil was going to like
0: kind of turn into her minions, her a goons. Little bit. Yeah, her goons that would have
1: been not this movie, and it's very upsetting. That would have been me.
0: an easy th- transition. Yeah. I feel like with some a, of those. Characters. They look
1: like little, like like some of them, like one of them wears like a mushroom hat. And yeah. The other one, like they throw mud at each yeah, other. Yeah, you're right. That would have been and, easy to do. And we see a young Maleficent who has these big, giant hawk condor looking wings.
0: Yeah, and we're introduced to the three fairies, the red, blue, and green fairies whose names are completely different and I don't remember them and I don't care to remember them because they were the worst <laughs> characters in the movie. Tara? Like, I have so much hate for these three fairies. I think, why mess with something that worked? Like, at least keep their names. But also, like, they were just... I hate to use the term idiot, but they were, they were fools. They were, they were, they were yes. fools, I guess, is a, is a kinder word than than idiot, but... They just, like, they didn't... The only thing that they did was move Aurora to the woods, to the forest. Yes. But we find out that Maleficent really cares for her and takes care of her because she knows these three fairies are incompetent.
1: This movie would have benefited, for all the changes it made, it would have benefited if they would have cut those characters out. Either
0: cut them out or just had them morph them into one, so yeah. it was one person taking care of Aurora... Or keep them exactly how they were in the movie. Not using the same lines, but the same personalities, the same
1: like... Well, or that was the problem. Like, I I don't like to advocate for let's just do the same thing. But what they had was so bad, and if the other option was keep them the same, then yes, I agree with you. Yes, but or the problem completely was is they change it. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have three distinct personalities. No, they it were was, all
0: flighty and ditzy. But just it was
1: it was less selfish, less flighty, and very flighty were the other two. Yeah,
0: and very selfish. Like because they make that line at the end. We gave away the best years of our life to care for this child. Yeah. And like you didn't care for her at one point, or said, they accidentally fed me spiders like these (laughs) these three fairies are i could go on for a long time about them i want to
1: go on about one more thing with them two two things real quick because one of them was they took king Stefan and they made him the villain in this movie
0: and i really liked that
1: and that was good that was
0: an interesting switch i
1: feel like if they would have made these three characters more villainous like maybe like lady tremaine and the two the stepsisters or something like that where like or something that would have been more interesting. So they just made them annoying and hard to yeah, watch. Yeah,
0: and what they thought, I guess, fairies should act like, which I don't agree with either, but...
1: Now, let me ask you this, because originally there were three other people they were going to cast in that role. Mm-hmm. Three famous Disney sis who played three... The sis- Sanderson s- sisters? Yes, that was knocked around at one point that it was going to be the Divine Miss Anne. I don't know
0: them. that I would have liked that because I wouldn't want them to write them like...
1: Yes. The I Sanderson think, sisters. Apparently it was just very quickly yeah. floated, but...
0: uh, But we... But basically, boy Stefan is kind of like Wart. He's just... Like, mm-hmm. he's not from a nobility. He's just like... He, he aspires to be the king. He aspires to have the kingdom. But we find out he's... He's of, he not of barn. noble birth, I guess. Yeah. And so he is always very curious. And he goes into the Moors and steals a crystal. And that's how him and Maleficent meet, and they find out that neither one of them have parents, and, um, you know, we find out something very early on, he has an iron ring, and he goes to touch her, and it hurts her, and she gets, um, she heals pretty quickly, but iron is kind of like her kryptonite, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah and that's like a Irish folklore with mm. fae folk, so I think that's yeah. where it that came from. and so
0: they talk about how they have this friendship, and friendship turns into love, and then... When Maleficent is 16, they kiss, and it's true love's kiss. And uh, that's kind of where we're first introduced to that, which for all of us who know the story of Sleeping Beauty, that's the whole thing with the curse when Sleeping Beauty's 16. Um, And so then we see Maleficent as an adult, and she's the protector of the Moors. She's got these great wings, and she can fly around. Um, And it seems like she's very a commanding presence to when... When there's trouble, she's able to call on all of the creatures of the Moor to help
1: her. Because the current king wants to take over the magic or... Yes, hand, he, something the in mysterious
0: Moors and the magical yes. creatures is what he calls them. So he basically goes to war with the Moors. And
1: she kicks butt flying around knocking everyone over
0: yeah and that's that's a pretty cool scene and then stefan comes back all sweet to warn her and you you don't feel real great about it because you're like is he really warning well, her because
1: he's the king's like, like squire yeah and he kind says of a, yeah and, he's, and the he's, king's on his deathbed yes and he's saying to all the lords whoever brings me this beast whoever kills this beast will be i will name my successor and so stefan shows up under the uh, the auspice that he is there to warn uh, that, Maleficent. That this is what's about to and happen. Tara, apparently being untrusting of of, of men since <laughs> minute one, was like, he's he's poisoning her. Like he gives well, her at first to I drink. thought he was
0: going to kill her before he takes the knife out. I was like, oh no, he's going to try to kill her. And what happens is, is he gives her a drink and I'm like, oh, that's poison. There's no way. And she doesn't realize it's poison, but she falls asleep on his shoulder and he takes out the knife and he can't do it. And so then he has an iron chain with him, not really sure why. But he has an iron chain with him and he takes her wings, which is like a really terrible when she wakes up and like cries out in pain. Like I really felt like that feeling of agony of like her, you know, part, not only part of her body, but like what she loves to do most has been taken from her. Um, And so he brings the wings to the king and he becomes king. And so, uh, this is where she starts to become what we know of as Maleficent. She has a different look before this, but as she stands up, she takes a stick and that's created into her staff. And essentially it's a cane because Mm -hmm. she's trying to walk without these wings and, um, the crow like comes to to she befriend needs, her at
1: first. Well, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, yeah, she and goes, she like shoes him away. Well, she goes into there's this whole scene where she goes into like a, a destroyed castle. Yeah, it's like looks, the ruins, but it looks like her ruins from the movie. But she
0: doesn't stay there, which yeah, is weird. which was a weird. They could have just cut that honestly yeah. because I thought that's where she was. That was where she was going to be, yeah. and they we don't go back there at all. I guess it's just a nod to the original. But why do it if you're not going to do anything with it?
1: So then because. Oh, sorry.
0: Sorry, no, I was going to let you go. Because then she goes into the Moors. And you see, things don't necessarily die, but their bright light kind of goes out. Like, everything gets
1: dark. Before that, she finds Diavel.
0: Yes, and shoes him away at first.
1: Yeah, shoes him away. Well, assuming that's him. And then she sees he's been captured by a farmer. Which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen of, like, they throw a net over a crow. And these two dogs, like, bark. bark. It's, like, the biggest thing to get a crow, like... You yeah. just shoot a crow. Like, that's what you do. You don't capture it. Yeah. And she turns him into a man. And I really like this character. This actor was a lot fun. I like this character, and
0: I like that the idea is you're going to be my wings. So yeah. I'm going to turn you into a bird when I need you to fly out there and see things. And then, it, you know, I'll it, change you into a man when I need to talk to you about what we're
1: doing. When I need to get some exposition out there and we need yeah. to discuss that stuff. Uh, That's pretty much why they made him that character yeah. for a couple of reasons. And
0: uh, the one thing I wrote here is during this whole scene when, she, when the crow first tries to befriend her, um, it fades and goes just to her green eyes. And that was a, oh, yeah, a very yeah. reminiscent of that happens in the animated version as well. And so the other thing that uh, is noticeable here is whenever she's playful with magic and when she's not being cruel or trying to harm people, but she's just trying to mess with people or do something good with magic, it's gold. But the first time we really see it green is when she is angry and she's like wanting vengeance. Mm -hmm. And you see that with the spell with a curse, and we're going to get there in a minute. But, like, that's where all the green magic is. So it's very, the hate in her heart, that hatefulness is what's driving that kind of magic. So it's a different color. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, but D'Evil, or I don't know that either one of us are saying his name right, but the crow calls her mistress a couple times because she's the mistress of evil. So mm-hmm. I found, I, I liked, there were some nods like that that I did appreciate, like certain lines that they... Kept the same or certain certain ways things were done. So that was something I wanted to mention. Um, and then we cut to the big celebration. And this feels like the opening of the Disney story. Yeah. It's the christening of Baby Aurora. Stefan, you know, has had a child. And we see all these women at the spindles uh, as the celebration <laughs> comes up. And they're saying it's a girl. And then Ryan made the same joke that he made <laughs> in the animated version, which is... their industry is about to go under and they don't even know it uh because this is before the spell so that all feels very much like the disney story but then the trio of fairies the one gives her beauty and the other one gives her she'll always be
1: happy like like you'll never be blue every time yeah every time they show up they feel shoehorned in they feel not like, yeah. and they're like they're there to, to bring peace between the kingdoms because and the whole point of this thing up to this point is we don't like anything from the Moors and then everyone's like and then okay, they just these accept three. these
0: three at first King Stefan I think is a little wary because he knows he cut the wings off Maleficent and here's some magical creatures I, I think, think that's why he's he's
1: wary of but him, I think but no one else is that. I think you're adding that like yeah. I think you're trying to find purpose where there really Possibly. wasn't much thought um,
0: the other thing is too is don't even get me started on those stupid blue butterflies that follow. The flitter, flitterwit, that blue fairy around.
1: Thistlewit, Flutie, I and didn't even knob snot. I, I yeah, know.
0: I didn't commit their names to memory because they were terrible. Um, but <laughs> those butterflies fly around her when they become humans when they're caring for her, and they look like moths. They just look like she needs a bath. Like she's like, like Pigpen. She, yes, from... <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say Pigpen with the dust. So the one thing we said here is when Maleficent shows up at the christening. It's just her shadow. It's just her silhouette. And that is very cool because this is... um, Well, that's the other thing we should say, too. Her throne is in the moors. So going back yeah. to how those ruins never turn Show into anything. Um, her throne's in the moors. So we see her a little bit of that iconic Maleficent look, a little bit. But then you really see it when she's in the castle.
1: She knocks it out of the park in this whole scene. Yeah, Like, I, you know, and especially since this is... Had to be compared to the original. She does such a good job here. She
0: does. I really like her performance here. Let's
1: stomp down for a second and mm-hmm. spend the next 20 minutes talking about Angelina jo- the, the the co-stars of this movie, her cheekbones. Oh my gosh.
0: I just kept, what I will say is also the costume design, the makeup for her specifically, the way that they have shaded her cheekbones and the way that like her fairy ears are meant to be under those horns and like it, the lines are almost exact. Like there, there are moments where I would have Ryan pause it just so I could admire like the lighting the way her makeup looked, and the way the costume looked. Like, there were a lot of moments like that that I was like, a lot of thought was put into this, and I did appreciate that.
1: The set design and the visuals in this are really good. The, the director came from the visual effects background.
0: And I will say the, the world I, of the Moors we enjoyed for the I most think, part.
1: Yeah, I think you could tell that when in the special effects shots, and also some of the shots of Maleficent just... Maleficent, we'll go into this sec, spends a lot of the movie just kind of hanging out and watching Aurora. Cheering and, and, and some yeah. of those shots were so amateurish. Like, it just felt like it was just put on a tripod and then aimed at, like, just a couple trees. Yeah. And she was, like, behind like, And then, them, then other like, ones were
0: very beautifully done. Yes. Like, there were some shots of her that I thought... Were really interesting and artistic. And then there were other ones that was like a throwaway shot. Almost.
1: This was a first time director. And I thought he did a very good job for a first time director. But I think yeah. there's a lot of spots where I went, oh, this is a first time director.
0: The other thing I will say, too, that we didn't mention is the there are these trees that are um, help be the protectors. Tree people? I guess. Treeple? Yeah, Treeple. Treeple uh and a dragon tree too like a in the worm beginning. it was a
1: graboid it was like going oh the yeah and, stuff. and
0: what is cool about them and this is back with the old king when they're in battle is they come up out of the ground and i really liked the thought behind those characters mm-hmm. and how they fight and things like and that and they some of so them I come riding in that.
1: on on wild boars yeah, which really cool. yeah. The wi- wild boars had like moss, had moss on and them. stuff
0: yeah so there there was a lot of thought with some of those um additional characters But basically what happens here is she's going to put her in a sleep. So Maleficent, I believe in the Disney version, it's...
1: She's going to kill her. She's going to die die
0: on her 16th birthday. This is, she's going to put her into a deep sleep on her 16th birthday. Because again,
1: the point in the movie was one of the fairies helps give a get a loophole in right, the curse the loophole and they and cut the, that out here because yeah because. because
0: Maleficent just puts her to sleep forever and the king Stefan begs her he gets down on his knees and, like, and basically do begs this. her to not do it and she goes okay fine she'll have to be woken by true love's kiss and what we find out is Maleficent does not believe in true love because the only person she has loved is Stefan and he like brutally betrayed her so um, there's that through that and then she puts the thorns around the moors so that's like the thorns around the castle that's her way to protect the moors so they can't get in um
1: so she this is where we get into the actual sleeping beauty where it's basically the three dumb dumb fairies take her out to the woods and like immediately start doing really dumb stuff like they turn into regular people and leave the baby outside
0: yeah and and then then they're like you're hiding where did you go you, the baby yeah. is where you left the baby.
1: And it becomes a thing where Maleficent and Diavel are like, well, I guess we kind of have to take care well, of her. Well, and the
0: baby's crying and all three of them are sleeping and not paying attention to the baby crying. And that's where she sends Diavel to like give her like, a flower that's filled with liquid. Because they and haven't then, fed her. Yeah, and then he rocks her with a crow's foot, which was a little, but and then fine.
1: there's another point where she's kind of, like, sat by the window, and Maleficent kind of looks in and is, like, trying to scare her, but she's laughing. Yeah. Which is kind of dumb, but cute. Like, Yeah,
0: well, and then that's where you mentioned that she actually scared real children.
1: Okay, so then there's a scene later where they lose the baby, and the baby wanders off into the woods and finds Maleficent. Yeah. That's Angelina Jolie's actual child child because that was the only child who wasn't like and then she comes up to maleficent is like hold me hold me yeah
0: maleficent picks her up
1: and it's very kind of like like yeah she keeps calling her beastie or little beast Beast.
0: when she's a baby and then beastie is like the nickname she uses the name aurora once you realize she really cares for yeah and she still uses beastie as a playful nickname in the end and that's
1: the point of this is you see kind of a couple different things going on you see that the Maleficent is really taking care of her when the fairies can't. Maleficent is starting to have feelings have for feelings her. Feelings for her. All the while, Stefan is going insane. He's losing
0: his mind. His like, wife winds up. The queen winds up dying, and he doesn't see her on her deathbed. Like he's really he's spiraling. Talking, he's
1: talking to the wings that he's put in like in a, a case. case,
0: and he's basically just, he's preparing for, I want you to bring, instead of bringing her back on her 16th birthday, it's the day after her 16th birthday. Be, for whatever reason, he because he has this big master plan on how he's going to catch Maleficent, because yes. he figures Maleficent will be back. So that's what's going on with him, and he knows iron hurts her, so he's getting all the iron workers. We don't see what they're making. We just know that he's like going kind well, of crazy getting them to make a bunch of iron.
1: I think there's a point, so Later, there's a point where she puts Aurora, like wanders up to the border. Maleficent puts her to sleep and there's a bunch of soldiers there and they're all wearing iron. So I think he's like having them make iron. Yeah. And and then he takes
0: it a little bit further where like he's making them wake up in the middle of the night and you're finding out he's really preparing for battle here. We just don't exactly know what it's going to look like.
1: He, uh, so this is the scene where she tells Diavel to like distract the soldiers Mm. and she turns him into a wolf, but it's not exactly a wolf. It's a wolf with like a crow's beak and crow's feet. It also feels like that was a design choice by the VFX because later Diablo's like, you changed me into a crow. Like they never mentioned that he's this weird crow monster. But he
0: says, you changed me into a dog. Yeah. And he's like very put off, like dogs chase crows. Like, why would you change me into a dog? She's like, it was a wolf. He was like, same difference or whatever. But even when she changed him into the horse, the horse has still. He's a difference.
1: horse later.
0: Yeah. I like the details of keeping the crow a yes. little bit. And I, even I when he's a man. loved it. He's got like different scars and stuff well, he's like, got on crow's his chest. Feet. And yeah, but on his chest. Yeah. There's a scar too. Um so that that was like an interesting thing. What I will say is we basically we then see a part Maleficent tries to warn her of the evil of the world, and she tries to tell her what she's done and then Aurora. It, basically, we find out Aurora is like, "Oh, you're my fairy godmother," which, which is I got to chuckle at that.
1: Yeah, it's like, "What?" what?
0: She's <laughs> like, "Oh, I've always seen your shadow, your silhouette. Like you've been with me since I can remember. Like I always know you're there watching, and you're watching over me. You have to be my fairy godmother." Which I don't know who told her that term because she's literally living by herself. So I guess maybe they told her the story of Cinderella. I don't know. Um, <laughs> While well, they were like half talking to her, the three fairies. But anyway. Um, so I like that she calls her her fairy godmother. So they have, they're getting this bond, they've got this bond, and she expresses she wants to live in the Moors. Yeah. And eventually, Maleficent takes her to the Moors, and she's so curious, and she's so kind to everyone. A little bit like Snow White and Cinderella, kind to all the creatures and all of these things. And so then when she takes her back home to bed, um, what we love is anytime Maleficent puts someone to sleep, a lot of times it's because she doesn't want to hear them talk anymore. Yeah, So like, she's like, no, like... Like, she was getting too lovey and excited about Maleficent, Aurora, and so she put her to sleep. And then she sends her, like, <laughs> back into her bed, and this is where she tries to revoke the curse. And we find out that she can't revoke the curse. And what I will say here is, I I don't want to say that this felt forced, and I know, like, they had to progress the movie, but i don't feel at that point that she had the love for her that she has a little bit later on if that makes sense i don't know well
1: i think they had to show that like it doesn't like she can't just turn it off
0: yeah i guess that's true it um, seemed like the best thing and time again to i right. wrote where are the fairies because like she's gone all day they're not worried about her she's like gets back in her bed in the middle of the night but then we meet prince philip and he's just introduced as philip he never says he's a prince right. on his horse And he surprises her. Which is kind of how it is in the... Yeah. yeah. In in the animated version, he surprises her. She's not singing or anything. Um, And they meet, and then they lock eyes, and you can see that they're kind of into one another. And she's asking if he'll come back to the forest. And he says, yes, I'm looking for the castle. I got turned around, blah, blah, blah. She basically points him in the right direction of the castle, and then goes into... The house, and this is where Devil says, Oh, well, that will fix it. It's true love, like, we'll just get them together. And that's when we find out Maleficent really doesn't believe in true love. So, when she gets back to the cottage with this, the fairies, she shares that she's gonna go live in the moors. And they're basically, we don't hear what they say, but they basically tell her, Well, because they you say back to your father, they say that and she goes, and My like, father, you told me my parents were dead. And then she runs away on a horse. Does she right? Away on Isn't a horse? it a horse? I think or she, she just shows up away. on a horse. Oh, maybe she doesn't. Show- I don't remember. But anyway, she shows up at the gates of the castle on her actual 16th. No, birthday. no, no.
1: First, she goes to Maleficent and and confirms everything. And this oh, is one and of confronts the shots- her. That's this right. is one of the shots that felt like it was in a tiny, tiny sound stage. Yeah,
0: and she confronts her because they've told her the curse, and she's like, "You are the evil of the world." Yeah, that you were warning me about.
1: So she runs off to her father. And her father is, like, not at all warm. He's like, she's here too early. Lock her away. Yeah, go lock
0: her away. And so and she gets sent away and locked in a room.
1: Maleficent goes, well, I'm... Goes to find Prince Philip. And then, again, <laughs> and he's just yeah, floating and behind her. And yeah. Oh, no, no, they ride back on the horses. Because she goes, I need a horse.
0: Yes, and then he's changed into a horse. But what I wrote here is, this is where the story is really flipped. Instead of her capturing Prince Philip so he doesn't give her the kiss... She's captured Philip, so he will give her the kiss. So There's it's a, a big- very different switch. And the same thing with the thorns. For the Moors, they're to protect the Moors and keep others out, not, to, not necessarily to hurt Philip. And then we find out that there are iron thorns throughout the castle that stefan has done, so it's Which kind of he reversed. Just,
1: but she, you, you she were just right. Walks she walks through, through them, them slowly. She slowly
0: walks through them with Philip floating behind her. Yeah. Um. I but, feel like he would have been like
1: stab, yeah. stab as he's floating around. <coughs> there's a bit. There's a bit I wanted to point out near the end where, uh, when they reveal that Aurora was the the narrator, she's like, "So this might not have been the way you'd heard it." And I wish they would have pushed that a little more because I do feel like they do a good job of like. This feels like you could warp this story into what the the Disney the original Disney one yes. was. Like it's like yeah. the the story the, the story is typically told by the 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 winners, and if like mm-hmm. the, you know there was a point near the end where we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, so things change mm-hmm. and with some things and and the way that they've switched some of the storylines, um, but then basically she brings Philip and she's like in the shadows and the three dum-dums are like so excited that he's a prince. So they bring her in.
1: That was one thing I think like the character of Maleficent wouldn't be in the shadows that much. She'd be like, get out of my way. And she'd be like, I'm yeah, she's this. very
0: timid in the castle. And I,
1: and I don't think that's bad. Like, I don't think that that's evil of her to be that way. I don't, I just, I think she could have still been, we're presenting her more as a hero and still been like and shut been up, dum dums, and they like yeah. they put them in a box again. And she's like, okay, you kiss him. You yeah, know, like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But so they try to get her to kiss him, and the one thing that we did like is he's like, well, I just met her. Yeah, like, there's a little like he is a little like this is weird. She's yeah. asleep, so I appreciated that. Uh, but he kisses her, nothing happens, and they're like irate at him, and it's. Uh, like again, throw away. They don't yeah. need to be there. They
1: throw. They they run out with the prince, and then I think to go look for someone for another else. Because they're useless. And then Maleficent is kind of hiding in the background. You kept saying you liked the way she. I did made... like
0: the way she was peering through like the gold. What whatever, is that, that called? Like, a lattice or something. It's but no, no, no. Like the... a sc- a dressing screen. Thank you, a dressing yeah. screen. Um. Then we find out that this is a really big spoiler. Uh, where true love's kiss is the love Maleficent has and it, I for her, which I like that it's, it's cheesy,
1: but it's handled very well. Where I went, oh Maleficent, because because there's a part where Aurora meets Diavel.
0: yeah, and, and he's I was very like, is he sweet he be on her. True love's kiss, and I was like, uh, I don't I, know about I that. I think
1: he's very sweet on her because there were parts when she was growing up where she's like, oh, pretty burn, like, yeah. I think it was supposed to. He was supposed to be conveying like. You were very nice to me. I love Yeah, like you. you were a
0: caretaker. like I was your caretaker, but you also were really nice to me and Maleficent isn't always great
1: D- to me. is very proud to be a crow, so I would see him if she was like, But I love you, Diavel. Be Like, oh, you're a disgusting human. Yeah. Like, you know, I think they're gonna
0: so, be nice. so you know, there is that scene and Maleficent is very emotional and you know, I buy that. There. She says,
1: I'm gonna do everything I can to protect you yeah. while you're asleep, and I will try and find a way to, to switch. Yeah. I'm so and sorry. She kisses, kisses her on, her the, on the head. Forehead. And it wakes her up. And yeah. I and, and yeah, that was the twist that I really enjoyed in this.
0: Yeah, and so then we get to... Because we're like, well, there's still a chunk of time left. Like, there's going to have to be a battle. So I called it the Battle Royale, but... That's uh, incorrect.
1: So what happens is... It's, a Battle Royale is when you have all the, all the contestants in one thing and then they keep throwing mm. them out. What this was was more of a lumberjack match because all of the knights were around them with yes. their shields and I keeping kind of, them in the And in I the kind ring. of skipped.
0: What we find out is... Some of the iron he has made besides the thorns is an iron net. So that's kind of how they first capture yeah. Maleficent is this iron net. And then she turns Devil into the dragon. And so that's when we get to see the dragon. And Which it is pretty
1: I wa- bad.
0: Can I say bad?
1: I mean, I'll have to bleep it out. Oh, so you can say uh,
0: it. He's a pretty bad
1: dragon. Um, you, I thought you were kind of like, because it's not Maleficent that turns into a yeah. dragon. So it takes that power away from her. But uh, eventually she does kick butt here in a little bit. But like, I I loved Diavel turning into a dragon because it felt like, like it, it was They kind of set it up. They set it up. Yeah. And he was such a good character that I was I was like, yeah, when they turned, I was yeah. very excited. Yeah, and
0: so, you know, he helps her and then that's where this lumberjack...
1: Lumberjack match.
0: Match where it's all of the guards with these iron shields. And then King Stefan is in iron with this like iron. Whip. Spiked whip, I guess. And so then they start fighting. But then also Aurora Does she hear the wings, or I think she runs?
1: I think Maleficent tells her to run, so she's like looking to hide. And she
0: runs into the room where the wings are trapped in the case, but they're moving; they're alive. Like
1: they can tell that Maleficent is near. They can sense Maleficent
0: is close, and so she breaks it. And so when Maleficent gets her wings back. Like all bets are off. Like things, well, things go down after that.
1: Also, at some point, Maleficent loses her robe. We notice and is just yeah, in this like in this
0: like skin cat tight suit. leather, yeah, <laughs> which that's a little weird. And obviously, She'll... it's because they're going to put her wings back on. Yeah. But they, I feel like they could have done something a little different there because it just looks a little weird. Uh, but it looks
1: like Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman a little yes, bit. Yes,
0: a little bit. And then um, he gets her gets the chain around her her leg and I love that she just drags him through the castle out the window and then she throws him down and she's basically like this is done like we're done and of course because he's the the villain at this point he still goes after her and he falls
1: in traditional Disney villain fashion he falls falls not off a a cliff
0: but from a great height (laughs) and he has what Ryan said and I agree a Hans Gruber death Oh, yeah, they Die show Hard. him falling. And yeah. he's
1: also got that Hans Gruber hair and a mustache yeah. and everything. it was
0: very similar. Uh, and so then, basically, the next shot, like, after all of that, is the sun rising on yeah. the castle. Yeah, well, because
1: you went... And all is well. No, you said uh, there's no way anyone's going to believe she didn't kill him. Yes. And so that's when I thought we're talking about like the winners in history, write The the history books. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like, and that's why she's a bad guy in the, in the stories.
0: Is because, because they
1: saw her and they're like, it's, it's like I always say with, which will boy get ready for me to talk about this a lot in the beauty and the beast episode. Where it's like the story that came out of that should have been the town folks going like that horrible monster killed our Yeah <laughs> killed our hero. Yeah. Like that's what it feels like is like
0: Yeah, and I think they could have played that up a little bit mm-hmm. more, but they didn't. They just went to the they just happy end ending yeah. with the sunrise and then the kingdoms are unified and they make Aurora the queen of the moors. Um, and that's where we found out. Is she the queen out, of
1: the Moors? Like That's
0: what I wrote down, yeah. I don't, they crown her the queen, and I thought they said it was of the Moors. But I guess if the kingdoms are unified, maybe she's the queen of both. I don't know. Which
1: is okay, so they just gave over the crown and everything to this girl? Like I, I don't, I don't believe that kingdom doing that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It
1: felt it felt very. It felt. I mean, very,
0: Maleficent crowned her, which is why I thought she was the queen of the Moors because she's being crowned in the Moors. But, but they say that the, the kingdoms, kingdoms are, are unified. unified. They specifically say that. But line.
1: I don't see the human kingdom agreeing to that. Yes, understand? I like, I agree with they, you because they were like, "Oh, Maleficent!" Like, well,
0: that and they watched Aurora like help. 100%. yeah like so yeah they're not yeah gonna,
1: unless you want some real game of thrones like well we have to make her queen because she's
0: yeah so that's where we also find out that she aurora is the narrator and that's kind of just how it ends and then i made another note about how i didn't like the three fairies i like really <laughs> didn't like them uh but that's pretty much it
1: then we have the lana del rey very haunting the very version. like
0: creepy <laughs> I
1: liked this more than I thought I was going to.
0: I would agree with that. I boycotted it for a bit. Um, So I I tried to go in with an open mind. uh, And I did like it more than I thought I was going to. And I think you can tell the parts that I liked I was excited about talking about. And the parts I didn't like I really didn't like. I Um, think there was a good story there. And I think it wasn't executed. Like, I think... They could have gone further with the story than they did. They could have made a couple
1: changes. Every time that I got bored or didn't like it, it was because I felt that it was hamstrung, I don't know if that's the exact right term, by the, they were, they were beholden to the original story.
0: Yes, and they changed it enough that they really weren't beholden to the original story, right?
1: Well, I think, like, we spent a lot of time when Aurora's growing up with Maleficent just sitting around watching her.
0: Yeah. Doing nothing. And you could see that Angelina Jolie embraced that character. So it would have been nice to see more of that character. Mm -hmm. And that's where I will say flipping the story and making her the hero in the end, because she saves Aurora. I don't know. I think that's where sometimes the, the, the lines get blurred, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like, Making her the hero, I feel like we saw her evil, but not as much as I would right. have liked to see. You know what I mean? That's where it kind of clashes it's, for me. I like the idea that they changed the story, yeah, I just don't think it meshed well if that yeah makes sense. i I
1: felt like we just saw her have one moment of evilness, and then
0: and we really liked that moment, yeah, we liked that moment of the curse, we liked that moment when she was like really furious in the moors. When she realizes she doesn't have her wings, and we see like the green coming from the sky. Yeah,
1: I would have liked to have seen her play with being a vi- like getting out of being a villain more. Like like by I getting out of. I mean like she there was the villainy was really just a big blip in the road.
0: And that's what I would say about how like it didn't feel natural when she wanted to to reinvoke the curse. Mm-hmm. It felt like that's where they wanted the story to go, so they flipped. Her, like, really personality and her character. And I don't know, with all that hate and vengeance in her heart, that she would have necessarily warmed up yeah. to her. I don't know. That's that's where I'm kind of torn with it. It Even felt though, like the
1: warming up took a lot of place off screen while Aurora was growing up. And
0: the other thing is, too, is you want to see Maleficent
1: be maleficent and
0: kick butt. I'm gonna try trying to keep it PG here. Well, not even
1: kick butt, just be. But menacing. just be that
0: intense, in intense person. And like and I she, said, there, there are moments of that.
1: Yeah, I think she could have been a hero. At the end, she's just a good guy. She's yeah. not a menace. You can be a menacing antihero. Yeah, like I think there's a version of this that she could have been a little. Worse. And
0: I like that Stefan was the villain. I liked that twist. Yeah, I thought. I thought that was done well. I just think they let Maleficent, the character, down in a movie that's supposed to be focused on Maleficent.
1: And that's interesting. I'm kind of, I'm pretty interested to see the next one, the the the, the new one. That yeah, because I was also because like, they have where nothing to hold go? them. Exactly. Well, yeah. they can go anywhere Anywhere they want. Yeah, because they
0: ended it with like a happily ever after ending. But they're
1: done. One. I'm saying they're done with the source material. Mm, I see what you. They mean. They can do what they don't have to fall back on any of that they've established these characters yeah and they can go anywhere they want from there i i thought angelina jolie did a really good job any uh, with what she had which was not the best story yeah which was not the best director um but i thought she was great i love i love Diablo. i love yeah, and the co- so again fun. the
0: costume design i i really enjoyed a lot i enjoyed a lot of her looks and i kept saying to ryan i was like if people want to cosplay as this Maleficent, why do the black? Because she has such interesting choices. She's got, like, these snakeskin horns at one point that are really cool. She's got, like, this bone and feathered collar at one point. And I'm like, if you're going to cosplay as this Maleficent, you need to, like, do those looks. Like... Save the traditional look for the Disney animated Maleficent. She has like a lot of really good uh, costumes in this.
1: Um, We just got a few more minutes left. Do you like where we've watched about four of these now? Yeah, uh, I, I
0: it was fine. I don't know that I would tell somebody, oh, my gosh, you have to go out and watch it. What I would say is. If you're a fan of Sleeping Beauty, if you're a fan of Maleficent, it's an interesting take on the story. Yeah. You might want to check it out, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, inc- I wouldn't recommend it.
1: Let's talk real quick about like if a kid wanted to see it. I, um, I think it's all right. There's not a lot of blood and guts. There's some.
0: I think she is really intense in certain parts. That I guess you. C-
1: I wouldn't could do be a younger I think kid of her. I think it's PG-13, I so remember. I think you could probably let a couple kids like ten and up maybe watch it. and They'd yeah. be fine, but
0: um it's pg
1: oh it's only pg yeah okay i could see that it's pretty intense pg yeah
0: and that's what i'm saying like but i think
1: saying like 10 and 10 and up is probably yeah i'm right. I, I, I don't I, know what what the what the number is for pg specifically i don't either. Hmm. All, all right do you got anything else you want to add about this other than those fairies so. were awful those fairies
0: were so bad and ryan looked it up And I was like, oh gosh, I really hope they're not in the second one. And Ryan looked it up while we were watching it and he had bad news for me. They are (laughs) in the second one. So I'll be really curious to see if they've developed their characters because they didn't develop them at all in this one.
1: I'm not interested to see that at all. I hope the first scene is like they're flying around and then a giant fly swatter gets them.
0: I hope they get rid of those stupid little butterflies that (laughs) follow that one around. Uh, But yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, I hope you enjoyed us talking about it. I think... There were a lot of positives and negatives with this one. so And definitely one, again, if you're a fan of it, you haven't seen it, but a fan of that story, it is an interesting twist on it. So I'll give it that.
1: Yeah, guys. Well, thanks for uh, listening, and we'll see you next time. All
0: right. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries.
1: If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com.
0: Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at trpdiaries.
1: Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries.
0: Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more.
1: Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review.
0: Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. ¶¶